Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the the Morning Diesel Show. I I don't know. I I thought about it and I can't. I don't. I want to call it something else. We're gonna post it on the ten twenty three soul shop talk, um, you know, network. We're gonna post it on all of our you know platforms like normal. Um, but uh, I don't know the the diesel mor- the Morning Diesel Show. Maybe we should call it that. Uh, I'm actually interested in ideas. Like if you guys want to throw out some ideas to us, um, you can send them to uh, leave them in the comments. If you're on like Apple podcast or YouTube, like normal, I mention that every time um, or send us an email to uh, media M E D I A at 1023. com. Um, we can come up with a cool name for this, but I think I want to do this every day and I'm actually kind of excited. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily on a whim to want to do this, uh, but it was, a lot of thought that went into a lot of things um, that led to finally deciding um, on a whim that this was a good idea. And now I'm excited about it. It's actually kind of fun. And uh, and what really encouraged like wanting to keep doing this is uh, uh, the last, so yesterday's video um, on May 2nd, the, it was the highest engagement I've ever seen from any video we've ever posted. Like we posted like between podcasts and videos, we posted like 50 or 60 videos now, like um, around 40 hours or so of content. And uh, th- this was by far the, the, the most engagement I've ever seen, like positive engage- engagement. And um, I don't, I don't entirely know why that is, but uh, but but I appreciate it, and that's that's really what drives what we do next. Is um, what's what's not, you know, a lot a lot of times I think this is maybe something that's misunderstood, and maybe this apply to some people. But like we've been doing this, like the the recording everything for a couple of years now, and some stuff works really well. Some stuff goes like viral, not viral, but like gets a lot of attention and helps a lot of people, and some of it gets absolutely nowhere, and I don't know why. Um, you know, is it, is it thumbnails? Is it the titles? Is it whatever? Uh, is it the content? Is it the, is it the quality? I don't know. But, uh, but, but engagement specifically, uh, was much higher and it was, it was, it was good. Um, so I appreciate you guys comments from yesterday's show. Uh, and I, and I, you know, especially based on that, like I will keep doing this, um, for a while, but anyway, uh, for show number two, episode number two here, um, what I want to talk about is why your relationship with the diesel performance shop is never going to work. Because we see it a lot. Like, not as much probably on the like automotive repair side, but especially in the, um, the performance side of things, uh, we see, you know, customers that are upset about something like uh, the shop won't install parts that they brought to them. Like, like customer supplied parts to a shop or you think you were overcharged for a service or you didn't get what you were hoping for. And I, I understand that I do like, like the, um, if you're looking at it from the perspective that like most people looking at it, uh, most of those things, like they, they don't make sense. And so, um, what I want to do is on, on, on this episode or this show, whatever. I'm damn. We got to figure this out. Uh, I want to talk about why that is. Like, like maybe maybe give some context to uh, why shops 
will not accept your parts um, that you bring to them. Because there's, there's a lot of good reasons for it. Uh, along with like why the relationship can have so much strain sometimes. And it really all comes down to expectation. It's the same thing as, um, as you know, we've been talking about for years with uh, tuning and just like we touched on yesterday, uh, like understanding that like the responsibility of a modified truck is on the truck owner. The responsibility of repairing a vehicle is on the truck owner if you do it yourself or it's on the shop if you take it to a shop. But those are two very different things. And so specifically with performance shops, I want to talk about this. So the main point being like most, most shops, most shops that maybe offer some performance work, they don't offer the ability or they discourage um, the ability for you to bring um, your own parts, your own components to have them installed. And there's a couple good reasons for that. Like it's not, it's not just them being greedy dicks. I don't know, maybe somebody's a great dick, but for the most part, like there's actually good reasons for it. And, uh, and I'll lay a couple of them out here. This isn't extensive, but it's some of them. One of them is that what you're getting when you take a, a vehicle to a repair shop is you're getting a component, you're getting a physical part, and you're also getting like, you're getting time. You're getting a warranty and that warranty needs to cover labor and it needs to cover the component. If you bring your own part to a shop, who handles like, let's let me give you, let me just give an example. Let's say you bring your own injectors to a shop, whether you have a Cummins or a power stroke or Duramax, doesn't matter. Say you bring your own injectors, you buy them somewhere else, you bring them to the shop. And the truck has a, what you perceive to be a misfire. This is just an, one example where they could be, they could be many of them. And I'm, it's hard to do hypotheticals, but here we go. You perceive the truck to have like a misfire or a runnability problem after, like immediately after or later after whatever those injectors are installed. You take the truck back to the shop and they tell you, well, you know, we can diagnose the truck. It's going to be $100 an hour, $150 an hour, 90 whatever they charge. We're going to charge you our time. We can diagnose the truck and see what's going on. And like we see this kind of thing a lot. Um, I mean, sort of differently because we don't, we, don't, we don't install customer supplied parts. And you'll see why in a minute. Uh, but... Uh, then whose responsibility is it? Like if you're going to get frustrated that now that shop won't just look at your vehicle for free, well, who knows what could be wrong? Like maybe there's something wrong with the injectors. Maybe not. Maybe it's something wrong with the install. Maybe not. Maybe it's something completely unrelated. But as a repair shop or as a performance shop, all you know is that the truck left in good working order and now it is not in good working order and we don't have any idea why diagnostics is what's going to take you have to pay for that time for someone who's educated to be able to figure out what's wrong with it 
And so, so what I see is that people get very frustrated when they're like, well, you installed the part and now the truck doesn't run right. And this isn't even getting to the abstract of, you know, you replace my tires and now my door doesn't open. You know, that's, that's a whole nother thing. But, but seriously, whose responsibility is it when your truck doesn't run right after you have components installed that you brought to the shop? And this is just a very clear line because there, there's also things where, you know, if somebody installs injectors in your truck and then your truck dies because you're pressure regulator failed, you know, a week later or whatever. Um, that's still not the shop's responsibility. Um, but, but specifically in this case, you bring your truck to the shop, you supply the parts for it. Something is wrong with your truck. It's not running right later after you've received the truck back, who's going to pay the bill? Who's going to pay for the time of the mechanics to be able to look at your vehicle and figure out what's wrong with it. And, most customers, what I've seen, most customers are going to want, like the, the consumer that's bringing the vehicle in, they're going to want the shop to pay for it because they think that it's probably because of the injectors that they installed. How do you make that agreement? Like, okay, so yeah, I'll just look at it for free until we find out that it's the injectors that failed. Now you need to pay me for all the time it took for me to diagnose it and pull them and then put them back in. And you, it's, now it's on the customer to figure out how to get the injectors back to get them fixed. Let's go further in this hypothetical because these things happen. Um, say the, the injectors go back to the manufacturer and the manufacturer says, no, uh, there was contaminated fuel. That's why they failed. I'm not going to warranty them. It's going to be $1,000 to fix them. You need, you need new nozzles. Okay. You're going to come back to the shop and the shop's going to say, we replaced the injectors. You know, we didn't contaminate your fuel. Um, it's not my problem. And you're going to be fucking pissed at them. Sorry. Try to keep that to a minimum. You're going to be very pissed at them because, uh, because now they're not going to cover the time. They're not going to cover the part that you brought to them because it wasn't from them. And you're going to really hate that shop. And I'm saying this because it happens like a lot. So, and that, this is a very like a basic example of what can happen. But th this is one reason why, why shops don't want and why shops generally shouldn't accept your parts. If, the, if you go to a shop and you, and we're talking again, we're talking about stock trucks. We're not talking about performance parts. This is two different things. We have to understand this is two different things. If you go to, you go to a repair shop and you get injectors put in your truck, you say, I need injectors put in my truck or what's wrong with my truck, which is a better question. They look at it. They determine you need injectors. You take the recommendation, you replace them. The truck runs bad. You bring it back. They determine that it's a injector issue. The shop's responsibility at that point is to take care of the diagnostics within a reasonable time. I guess I should be more clear about that. Not within like seven years, but within their warranty window, then this should all be explained by your shop. Um, the part then will get warrantied by the company, replaced. The time should be covered or whatever their warranty program is. Um, 
and uh, and get it fixed for you. Done. Components fail. Contaminated fuel happens. So there, there's very good reasons why this shouldn't happen. And like I'm sure like if, if this reaches enough people, somebody's going to find some reason to complain that what I'm saying is wrong. I'm giving one example. There are so many of them. Um, but that's why you shouldn't, that's why you shouldn't bring your own components to a, to a repair shop and expect them to install them and then warranty it. And I've seen a lot of shops that'll say, well, we'll go ahead and install it, but we won't warranty it. And the truth is like, usually if you've gotten to that position and somebody's going to ask that and you're going to cave and decide, well, fine, I'll install it for you, but there won't be a warranty. Not saying always, but usually that same person that's going to insist that they bring their own parts, um, is also the person that regardless of the agreement that you will not warranty the part as a repair shop, um, is going to complain that they won't take a look at their vehicle, take their time, which is very valuable to figure out what's wrong with it and determine if that part was failed. And if it was like, then they won't want to pay for it. This is like, all this is mitigating these problems. So like, there's a lot of good reasons for it. And the other thing is like, like the expectation that you should have on a repair shop. And this goes both ways. As a consumer who brings your truck to a shop, like you don't like it shouldn't be the burden the sh- the burden shouldn't be on you um, to be able to determine like whether a shop is going to be competent or not, and that's why you know word of mouth is fantastic, and and essentially for the most part, like I refuse to we talked about this yesterday we I refuse to engage in like normal marketing the way that is done commonly. Um, what I want is a personal approach and then you, then people will talk about it if if they actually appreciated it. Like I want to be like as a shop, um, as a salesman, which I guess is what I am terrible at that. But, uh, I want to be as reasonable and approachable as possible with the experience to be very good, as good as it can be with a good understanding of what it is that we offer. And that's not perfect. It's certainly not perfect, but, um, I definitely think we can get better at it. And I think like fixing this relationship between, uh, customers at shops and shop like repair shops or performance shops, uh, is, is really important. I don't know what the answer is, but maybe if we can find a way to bridge that gap and hopefully help as many people as possible understand, um, what, what the shop can do and should be expected to do. And for shops, to be able to present accurately what they can do and what the expectations should be on them. Um, I think we could make a lot of progress in this small little scene that we call the automotive world. And I, and I, and I really think it's important. You know, I've seen, um, you're, ne- you're never going to get rid of unreasonable people. Like you're never getting, you're never going to get rid of shit shops who do absolutely shoddy work and you're never going to get rid of, um, you know, shitty customers who uh, will complain about anything. That's, it just is, it is what it is. Um, but a lot of it comes from understanding. And I think that uh, an honest conversation could probably help a lot of that. So it, if you're a, 
enthusiast, if you're a truck owner or a car owner, and you have the question of why shops won't let you bring your own parts to be installed, um, watch this series. Seriously. Um, uh, the Morning Diesel Show. For now, maybe we'll change it. Maybe it'll get a lot better over time. But uh, but I do think it's important. And um, I, I, I appreciate you guys listening. If this continues to be useful, then we'll keep doing it. If it doesn't, then we won't. It's pretty simple. But if we can find a way to to bridge this divide and this kind of hatred that uh, shops and consumers seem to have with each other, uh, I would love to do that. And this is despite, I know I, I made a video a couple weeks ago, a, a parody video sort of making fun of, um, actually I didn't have to say much, but uh, making fun of like highly unreasonable people because there are highly unreasonable people. But I think most people are pretty reasonable if you can have a conversation. So anyway, this was episode two of the Morning Diesel Show. I appreciate you guys listening. If you want to keep this up, uh, please do leave a comment, you know, send us an email, like the, like the video, share the video with people that it might matter to, and, uh, and we'll keep working to do better. Thanks, guys.